1: Hi, welcome to the show. Before we get started, you got to do this. You got some homework right now. I urge you to go to our Patreon page at bobsuskashow.com and sign up for our $10 per month level to get both the Shadow Docket bonus show and our Friday after party show with me and Kimberly Johnson. In other words, if you choose to support the show for $10 a month, you're gonna get access to the Super Secret Shadow Docket Shows every Tuesday and Thursday on the Patreon page, plus the exclusive Friday after party podcast with me and Kimberly. So don't miss out. Go to com or Patreon.com slash show Choose the after party and Shadow Docket level. Enter your information and you're all set. There's also an app for listening and an RSS feed if you're into those things. Thanks so much for supporting this podcast, and now let the cartoons begin. <laughs> The Bob Seska Show Bob Seska
2: Bob Bob I have to get back to work The Bob Seska Show From our nation's
1: capital It is Thursday October 12, 2023 And this is the Bob Seska Show On the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network Hi there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 995 of the Biden Harris administration, 389 days into the 24th presidential election. You can find me on threads and Instagram, Bob That's my handle there. Twitter, Bob sesca underscore go, spottable Bob Patreon, BobSescashow.com. And those people right there, they're the goth ninjas. Yeah. It is uh Jody Hamilton, she's the executive producer of The Stephanie Miller Show, patreon.com slash Show. also Miller.com and sexyliver.com. I think I got all of them in there. And David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex. His music project is Astral Summer, patreon.com slash astralsummer. There it is. That's it. That's the goth ninjas. Hi, goth ninjas. Hello. Welcome. Good morning. Hi, we got tons of things to talk about. And I think the most important thing that we have to talk about right here at the top of the show is the fact that Tommy Tuberville fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You didn't tell me that part. You just said we had to talk about him. Oh, bless his heart. Who pushed him? Yeah, oh, he, just, he just, <laughs> No, he slipped.
1: He slipped on the uh, little stairs that come down off of the airplane. So he was. De- God, why can I de- never playing. remember
3: her name? The senator from Minnesota, she replaced Al Franken. Her name is. Amy Klobuchar? Klobuchar was out there with the fucking grease on that step, man. Just like sliding it on there, being like, yeah, yeah bitch, yeah. I'll come through here and bitches be tripping. <laughs> bitches yeah. be tripping. Yeah. Um,
1: this is what it sounded like.
3: There it goes, right down the stairs. Where there's toffees flying everywhere. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's not really the sound. I made that up because there is no real good sound for Tommy Tuberville falling down the stairs. But we can imagine that it sounded kind of like this.
3: <laughs> I just, I look at him and I'm like, Tuberville is like popular. He's like, he's like a town. He's like the saddest, most awful town. Welcome to Tuberville. Yeah. <laughs> copulation Couldn't... one <laughs> so his new nickname old man who fell down the stairs yeah anyway. and it sounded like this
1: Uh, it couldn't sound of,
3: happen to a nicer bag of dicks. Yeah. No I love kidding. the
1: sound of the loose change falling out of his pockets in that sound. Yeah. I don't know, it makes me laugh. What? I think everyone on Twitter has made the Tommy Tumbleville joke at one point.
3: <laughs> one point or another, yes. Very well done, He's Internet. tumbling along like a tumbling Tuberville. <laughs>
1: there he goes.
3: Uh, was it, tell me he was hurt.
1: Uh, I broke okay, <laughs> What, jeez, are you okay there? Do you need a lozenge? Oh, This
3: is the thing. This is what happens when you quit smoking. Your lungs <laughs> give you okay. back. Okay. Well, All I, the gunk. Well, I was going to say, yeah.
1: I, I really hope Tommy Tuberville broke his coccyx because.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, God.
3: His, has that ever happened to you?
1: I've never broken my coccyx. Have you broken oh, your coccyx? Oh,
3: yes, I did. The first okay. day of fourth grade.
1: Oh. oh, no. You literally broke your coccyx.
3: Cock-sick, yeah. Toxic. Well,
1: I say cockyks, like uh, Uncle Rico and Fine. Napoleon Dynamite. And, Br- oh grandma broke my God. Yeah. yeah.
3: It hurts so bad. No, I mean, God, I had a very, I had my childhood has been just as unfortunate as my adulthood. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. Like I mean, there was a series of grave mishaps, <laughs> and that was one of them where um, yeah. I was. Doing, telling a story or something, and I was like waving my arms and walking backwards, and I backed right into somebody's bicycle, and it and I fell over hard onto the concrete.
1: Oh my and god!
3: It wasn't like uh, it was. It was fractured, like a hairline fracture. It was still in place, but it was really badly bruised. And oh. My God. Yeah. Can't sit. I can imagine. You can't no, you can't do anything. No. It is the worst pain. It's like you can't sit, you can't lie, you can't lie on your side, you can't yeah. stand, you can't walk. I mean I actually like like I had gone with my dad like to Kmart or something and I had wandered like an aisle and a half away and I just stopped and I realized I couldn't go any further because you're like, you're, just, you're broken
1: was, coccyx right i was in <laughs> yeah. so
3: much pain and i just was like dad dad <laughs> oh. and this sweet lady coming by was like she saw the look on my face and was like it's okay we'll find your dad are you all right what's going on and i was like i broke my tailbone because i didn't want to try to explain <laughs> oh it, shit that it's coccyx you know coccyx
1: <laughs> that's not really how you say it is it, it it's got to be coccyx it's uh, It's
2: It's coccyx it's
1: coccyx it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay
2: it's coccyx.
1: This is the Coxics. sound of David's coccyx breaking.
3: Oh, dude, it was the fucking word. <laughs> um, I find great pleasure
1: when someone like Tommy Tuberville falls down the goddamn stairs, breaks his coccyx.
3: <laughs>
1: All the I loose hope change. he broke a rib. <laughs> he has keys flying out. Anyway, uh, we have serious things to talk about today too, other than Tommy Tuberville breaking his coccyx allegedly. Um, we got to talk Do about. Do we have
3: a like? Is they released his medical condition. He didn't like. I mean, he's not. Oh, he's he, I just internally. I, don't I know. just
1: don't care. Unless he's in the hospital, I don't care. Because he's shards
3: an of yeah. bone driven into his spleen <laughs> or something. <laughs> he's
1: so unfortunate. So sad. Okay, so uh, Israel uh, continues to be a goddamn mess of the highest order, such a fucking horror show. Netanyahu and opposition leader Benny Gantz have agreed to form an emergency unity government and a war cabinet. This is something that would never happen in the United States right now, by the way. <laughs> we could never have a, a unity government. It would just never would work. No,
3: we'd have, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> fucking, like, Hakeem Jeffries being like, okay, we need to form a war cabinet, and, like, you know, Jim Jordan would be like, there's no the war, there's no the war, fake news, fake news, you right. know? Like oh, just yeah, kind of exactly. Like,
1: That's exactly the uh, way we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, meantime, uh, Israel is targeting Hamas's political leaders in Gaza as well as military ones as it seeks to crush the Palestinian group and launched a brutal attack on its civilians last weekend. Military spokesman, Lieutenant Colonel Richard Hecht, says Hamas's forces led the Saturday assault, and the military's focus is to hit that group's command centers in Gaza. So it's important, I think, to draw the distinction, and of course this is being discussed all over the place right now, between Palestinians and these terrorist groups. We have to make sure we distinguish between those two things because we're not talking about Palestinians here. What we're talking about are terrorist groups that in some way, in some awful deluded way, Feel as though they're representing the Palestinian people. And I I think Hamas
3: has, like, this is the military, like, the militant wing of Hamas, but Hamas also is, like, one of the few organizations bringing medicine and, like, electricity and food to the people in the Gaza Strip who are the Palestinians who are there, who are basically living in a refugee camp, like a prison camp. And they don't have freedom of movement, they don't have bodily autonomy. You know, and Hamas is one of the only – because the Palestinian Authority, like, kind of dissolved. It's just, like, not there anymore. Like, it's not effective. They can't get the thing. And Hamas can get medicine. And, you know, can keep a hospital open.
2: Well, Yeah, but they also are chicken shits and the uh, head of Hamas lives in Qatar. Right. And the Nazis made
3: it. I mean, I'm not saying they're great people. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying 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 that, like, but, you know, they're one. I mean, we have to talk about, like, what's actually happening to the people of Palestine and, like, mm -hmm. why... People are this angry. I mean, I don't know. I I was thinking about it. I was writing in my journal this morning, and I was like, the the bad guys here are everybody who's using violence to hurt anybody else. The good guys, the only good guys are whoever is trying to stop it. Hmm. Because there's, I mean, Israel has committed atrocities in the West Bank. I mean, it's not in dispute. There have been horrible things that have happened. And... I just, I
1: I gotta, I just, I can't bring myself to in any way say anything nice about Hamas right now. I just can't do it. It's like saying the Nazis made the trains run on time. And that's, God, I mean, okay, maybe they did, but does that counterbalance this, my God, this horror show that they inflicted on Israel
3: over the weekend? I'm saying this is why some Palestinians will be sympathetic to Hamas. I see. Okay, And it's what we should be doing. You know, we should be like, you know, Ameri- you're never going to have terrorists if someone's like, you know, an American doctor saved my sister's life in the refugee camp, mm. you yeah, know, yeah. or like, because that's the thing is like, there are Palestinians who are favorable uh, toward Hamas because it's like, it's like, but it's like the Nazis were in Germany. It's the only game in town, A, mm-hmm. one thing. But like, I mean, it's. It's complicated yeah yeah um, but, but I mean when they, yeah, when they... what had what's been happening the brute savageness the, the attacking civilians and I don't I don't even want to call this a war because a war mm. is an army versus an army yeah and this is an army or a militia versus civilians mm-hmm. and then an army attacking civilians trying to get to the militia yeah yeah I mean it's hideous
1: right I mean, I'm not going to sit here and defend Israel attacking civilian areas like in Gaza City that we saw. I mean, that's not that's that's not not what I'm saying necessarily here. But as far as this conflict goes, this began with one of the most horrendous attacks that we've ever seen in modern (laughs) times against Israel, against civilians, against concert goers. It is so fucking nightmarish and horrendous for the Israeli people, I can't even begin to wrap my head around the horror show. You know, I've been talking for the past few days about trying to relate what's going on there as, God, I hate to use this cliche, but as a teachable moment, as a learning moment for many of us who seem to embrace this ridiculous notion of of having another civil war inside the United States or using political yeah, violence.
3: It never ends. Yeah, yeah. It, it just does, goes that's back exactly and forth right. and back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's not a solution. Yeah. It is the beginning of the dissolution of a country. Yeah, yeah. The, we the, managed to pull it back together the first time. Sorry, I'm stepping on your Oh, that's okay,
1: here. that's okay. Uh, you know, and I think this is an important discussion to have, absolutely, this entire back and forth. And as you were saying, David, there is no exit strategy. There is no way once sectarian violence begins like this, it goes on and on and on.
3: Do Look you get a serious? Yeah.
1: I mean, do you think yeah. do you think ever that we would get people who have now tied their political beliefs in Donald Trump and whatever that means? They folded that into their religious beliefs do we honestly believe that they would willingly sit down at a negotiation table and at all compromise on those beliefs? No, because it's wound into their faith.
3: Then I want you to imagine what would happen if some MAGA freak decided to take me out and I was killed yeah. like like that abortion doctor mm-hmm. like in front of my house or whatever. My heavily armed, extremely cyber savvy, like dark web roaming twin mm-hmm. Is not going to let that guy get off, no, no. matter what. Like even if the pr- that guy, even if the person that kills me goes to prison. I mean, I shouldn't say this out loud because, God, if it ever happened, because, like, my brother would make sure every single person that guy ever loved would be just destroyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it would, right. and it reminds me of what this guy I met named Nabil, who was from Lebanon. And I was, like, 18, and I wasn't really super savvy about Middle East politics. And I was just asking him, like, how did it get this way? Mm. And yeah. he said, no one's a terrorist until they murder your sister. Yeah. Right, right. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. He said, no one's a fanatic until yeah. they murder your sister. right.
1: Well, And that's, I think, the thing that we're not embracing well enough as far as a possibility here, which is that all they need to do is look at someone and and see, well, that guy kind of looks Jewish or that woman looks woke, so kill them. So that's what I, I, I sincerely worry about, this casual relationship we have here with the notion of civil war. We just need to, and I know it's a small percentage, and I think as far as the prediction at least that there may be a civil war that ranges in the 40 to 50% range. But the actual support for political violence is at least as a percentage minuscule, but all it takes is a few people. If you talk about like, for example, f- what 4.4% of uh, voting Americans support the notion of using political violence that actually kind of amounts to a several million people inside the United States. So, yeah. if that is actually a thing, if that if we could trust that statistic, which I think comes from the University of Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, it's not one of these polling outfits. It's an actual study where they're actually counting heads, and that is kind of a terrifying notion. And we, when I talk about uh, making politics boring again, what I mean is people like that. That's what we don't need in this country. We need to yeah. somehow. Cut them off. When Hillary Clinton said they need to be deprogrammed to an extent, I think that's she's what right. she was talking about. She was exactly right. Yeah. I she's just kind of talking about those kinds of people who will not relent, who will not compromise, who will not see the fact that they have been suckered by a professional con man, and then their mega churches have wound that into their religion. And that is, God, all kinds of nightmares can emerge from that. And hopefully we will sidestep all of that and cooler heads will prevail. But aiding the uh, murkiness of what we're witnessing in the news right now, researchers have uncovered a propaganda network of 67 accounts on Twitter that are coordinating a campaign of posting false inflammatory content related to the Israel-Hamas war. Yep. So this is a whole separate dimension where... Once again, the damage that Elon Musk is inflicting on the world is uh, incalculable at this point. And, you know, again, we have to keep a clear eye on what's happening on social media across all platforms. I mean, we haven't even really talked about TikTok and so forth as far as disinformation goes, but there's plenty of Hmm. it there, too. So years ago, there would have been much more thorough reporting happening on Twitter, coordination of uh, certain people reporting on the ground and so forth. That would have been a thing. Twitter would have been much more robust as far as it's reporting. NBR
3: would have been on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they always have excellent reporting from the Middle East. Right, right, uh, right. They're not on Twitter anymore.
1: So uh, I have a few clips here of uh, of Tiny Trump. <laughs> I swear to God, based on these clips alone, I'm feeling like... I'm feeling like I need to flush him down the toilet. I mean, sh-
3: I- I'm is he really- defective? Is, <laughs> Did you is he like- defective? I think you left him in the car on a hot day, and his little brains are scrambled now.
1: Uh, it it could be. Um, I just I know that he was up to no good, and he was saying some pretty horrendous things. And yeah. so now mm-hmm. I'm thinking uh, he's bitten me so often <laughs> that. I'm just—I'm oh, getting yeah. tired of it, so I think it's maybe time. Maybe it's time. What do you think? Tiny Trump down the toilet. You can't let that happen to me. I'm—I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here's oh, a—here's uh, Tiny Trump talking about Hezbollah and how Hezbollah is very smart.
4: And they said, "Gee, I uh-huh. hope Hezbollah doesn't attack from the north because that's the most vulnerable spot." I said, "Wait a minute." You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart. The press doesn't like when they say it. You know, I said that President Xi... You no, know, you know
1: what? Human beings don't like when you say Hezbollah is very smart. Yeah. He Just- thinks it's a boy band, you know. <laughs> Just people at large hate it when you call a terrorist group very smart. Yeah. Especially right now. I mean, that's especially. And there are ways to in.
3: say that. That if you have more than a 250 word vocabulary, you can call them cunning. You can call right. them, you know, like uh, what's that? Cunning word? is great. Yeah. Canny. You know, yeah. or like uh, devious, or tactical, or just anything <laughs> besides like they're your kid who just brought home an A on their math test. That's you know? right. That's right.
1: And then he's doing this thing too, where he like Donald Trump. And I'm talking about the real Donald Trump, does this thing where he over exaggerates the movement of his mouth as he's talking. Yeah. And then he stops doing that and it becomes like a hey, lazy talk. Where he can he just runs out of energy in his mouth. He just goes That's a
3: And he just can't. That's how I totally feel like he does words. with the eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty that <laughs> like, he just ran out of steam there yeah.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's get back um, to this clip Where he's complimenting Hezbollah
4: Very smart, the press doesn't like when they say him. You know, I said that President Xi of China 1.4 billion people He controls it with an iron fist I said he's a very smart man They killed me the next day I said he was smart, what am I going to say But Hezbollah, they're very smart they very smart, he just it again Hezbollah is very smart
3: He's been in my pain pills. (laughs) <laughs> That's so. like he jumped out of the cigar box while I was here, and like rode home in my bag, and has been like eating the pain. The finally, the good pain pills yeah, they gave me for my purple toe yeah. Suddenly,
1: the lidocaine injections start to kick in on his mouth. It's like he just had dental He's, work done. He's like, "Oh shit!" i like, "I can't move my mouth. He just <laughs>
3: forgets where he is. Yeah, know? it's like those
1: videos where there's kids just had their wisdom teeth removed, and they're still under anesthesia a little bit. Is
3: this real life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But again. like I, I think he's actually gotten bored with what he himself is saying by then. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he is. like he loses enthusiasm for the whole concept and he's just like uh whatever. Yeah, I'm just so about?
1: bored with this. Listen,
3: like of... you can hear the moment where his like brain actually loses contact with the runway.
1: Yeah, it's like when the wind completely falls out of the sails. There's just no more wind yep. and it's just the <laughs> the the sails are hanging there flaccid and he just can't move his mouth.
4: As with the yep. smart. and they have a <laughs> national defense minister or somebody
1: they have a national defense minister or somebody. Mm, somebody. <laughs> this guy wants to run our foreign policy again. Just thought I'd remind you. I
4: hope Hezbollah oh doesn't God. attack us from the north. So the following morning they
1: attacked. Yeah, that was a weird
3: jump scare there. Listen. I
4: hope Hezbollah doesn't oh my attack God. us from the north. So the following morning they attacked.
3: This is all something he's parroting from somebody else. The details are all scrambled around. Oh, of course. He overheard in a meeting, and it's like went from like you know (laughs) sterilization techniques for for testing equipment to injecting bleach into your arms.
1: Yeah, I think his staff during this entire run uh, talking about Hezbollah and the clip I'm about to play here regarding Israel. I think they were all backstage going, where's the trap door button? How can we hit the trap door and get him out of here? Abort, 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 abort. (laughs) 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 That's right. And so, God, if I were one of his staffers, I would run out and tackle him down and say, stop, hang on a second. No, 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 don't do that.
3: But the kind of staffers he has now, they don't even know any better. Yeah. It's like a fucking bunch of Alina Habas back there that are just like, <laughs> you know, they think Hezbollah is a you know perfume from Guerlain, you yeah, get yeah. and Goodman, you know, like
1: well at Hezbollah.
3: least
1: right at least he could say Hezbollah. He was able to pronounce that. Couldn't pronounce yeah. Hamas. No, completely fumbled Hamas again.
2: This is he the wants guy. to have that with a nice chick, uh, uh, chips, you know, Some he wants to dip it in the Hamas and a yeah, nice that's Chianti
3: that's <laughs> at it? Yosemite Park. Exactly. <laughs>
1: about Yosemite. Okay, so here's Tiny Trump talking about hummus. The
3: hummus,
4: hummus terrorist invasion. I mean, when you think about,
3: it, and that's it. That's all I'm gonna. I just, about. I see him like staring into a plate at a party, going the, hum, the hummus. The hummus. Like he's picking up a piece of pita bread and looking at it, like I don't want to eat this.
4: The hummus.
3: Invasion into my party platter. It's unacceptable. Does anyone have any non
1: non-red here? Uh, I was, uh, yeah. Dip in the hummus. The hummus. God Sound damn acceptable. it. God damn it. People are actually going, Yeah, he should be president again. Like half of people are saying, Yes, get him in there. We <laughs> no, need Donald Trump to
3: do this shit again. Thirty percent of people. Yes. It just happened yeah.
1: And the it's most just, the, the biggest news story of maybe the entire year so far. Is this involving Hamas? And he says, The hummus. The hummus, he said. He didn't even. It wasn't even the hummus. <laughs> it wasn't even hummus.
3: It's just like when your granddad is asking you about that band you like, and he always puts a the in front of it no matter what it right, is. Right? The
2: Facebook,
1: the yeah. Twitter.
3: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the cable. That's what we you used gonna to be. put that up on the, uh, the old social media there? Yeah. Like a- the. Hamas. He's trying to that say, band you like? The Divos? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I like the who, so. Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm laughing to keep from screaming. That's where I am right now as I play is, this
3: clip. As you try not to scream, do remember that he is not. He did not win re-election. He's not our president right now. I know. Well, this I incredibly know. awful thing is happening, which, I, I mean, in a parallel universe, there's a David and a Jody and a Bob that one of us might be dead by now like <laughs> you know, because Trump won re-election and, like, I relapsed on black tar heroin or something and was just, oh, God. like, dead. Sorry, is, sorry. Is that what I've been re- a little dark lately. It's a little dark. Yeah, it is yeah.
1: dark. But the hummus. The hummus. Yeah, the thing that I'm screaming about is not necessarily— Trump but the fact that there are still so many people who think he should be president and that's hmm. just mind-boggling to me continues to be I know I should be over it by now yes bob we're well past that but i still can't stop thinking right As people are out to lunch thomas jesus christ that's their guy
3: all right it's a cult it's a cult it's a cult it's a cult yeah
1: um. <laughs> yeah well it gets worse here's donald trump talking about or, i'm sorry tiny trump who I'm going to flush down the toilet, talking about how Israel needs to strengthen up. And we'll uh, we'll discuss as we go here. I'll but
4: I'll never forget. I'll never forget that Bibi Netanyahu let us down. That was a very terrible thing. I will say that. And- oh, yes,
1: what we really need is Donald Trump criticizing Bibi Netanyahu right now.
3: But I mean, there are legitimate reasons to criticize Netanyahu, but... I can't wait to hear. It's well, like, right, is this, right this now this is gonna be about is, a piece of cake or yeah. something, isn't it? Right or a now, seat is at a, the opera.
1: Right, but now is a bad time. Now is not the time. I mean, he can wait a little bit. If he's got a little stupid, BB Netanyahu story, save it, asshole. Just save it. All right. Yep. No, he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that ever because he's just grasping for whatever neurons are flashing in his worm-infested brain. That's just whatever happens. That's what he's blurting. So here we go. Uh,
4: So when I see uh, sometimes uh, the intelligence, you talk about the intelligence or you talk about some of the things that went wrong over the last week, uh, they've got to straighten it out because they're fighting potentially a very big force. They're fighting potentially... Iran.
1: So this, the the great irony in this is that it may have been, Iran. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. well, it, it may have been that Donald Trump's fast and loose relationship with classified documents is what caused this attack to happen in the first place or what allowed right. it to happen. His another
3: country's nuclear capabilities, right? That other country was probably Israel. Yeah.
1: Trying to ask us with the two Sergeys back in 2017, maybe that had something to do with it. And then he's like, you know, they totally failed. They totally failed with their intelligence. They need to strengthen up. They got caught with their pants down. You know, that's what he's doing. He's like, he's setting them up and then criticizing them, knowing that he very well could have set it up. That this could have been a direct consequence of Donald that Trump himself. my tea. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Amazing the hubris here.
4: Yeah. And when they have people saying the wrong things, everything they say is being digested by these people because they're vicious and they're smart. And boy, are they vicious because nobody's ever seen the kind of sight that we've seen. Nobody's ever seen it, but they cannot play games. So we were disappointed by that, very disappointed, but we did the job ourselves and it was absolute precision, magnificent, beautiful job. (coughs) And then. uh, What? Odd.
1: I don't know what he's talking about here, but he's complimenting himself. That's what he's doing here. So he's turning this in. Right, right. Massive carnage on a scale we can't even begin to grasp. And he's like, I did such a great job. It was a beautiful, magnificent, it was the most magnificent air (laughs) raid. That
3: was quite the hairpin turn. I mean, I'm a little, like, I I think my nose bled a little bit (laughs) going from, like, the savagery of what we know happened to the fucking just full-on, like, Game of Thrones zombie army shit (laughs) that went down. Yeah. But, you know, this is what terrifies me. I worry that this is going to be everywhere on earth in the next 50 years, that Mm. it's just going to turn into Hatfields and McCoys everywhere. Yeah. You know, Magas and Wokes and, like, you know, fascists and it's just, and that we're going to be, like, you know, driven out of our homes, living in refugee camps, like... Well, uh, what do you think I've been
1: screaming about for weeks now, which people are sick of hearing me say it over and over again, but... That's a possibility. It's a very distinct possibility.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I said back when Iraq was burning in 2005, I was like, this is going to come back on us. Yeah. Karmically, we've got this coming now. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just like, you know, it wasn't an ideal situation having Saddam Hussein being the bolts on the pressure cooker over there, holding everything down. Mm -hmm. But we took him right on out with no forethought to what was going to happen afterwards. And the sectarian shit just got cranked up, and it becomes back and forth, back and forth. You killed my imam. I'm going to kill your family. You know, like, it just... And now they're like ramped up to ISIS levels of savagery. Yeah. I mean, like this, these latest attacks, just the little tiny bits I've heard that made me run away from mm-hmm. the TV. And we all know what those things are. With yeah. my ears. Yeah. Like, I just can't. What, but, uh, uh, like, when this was happening in the South... I mean, there were equal, there were atrocities yeah. on the ground that I live on. Yeah, yeah. And we, and we, we try to hide that, but like shitty things happen, but it was people who looked completely different than you in yeah, a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. But these people, they look like a one big family. This is what just tears my heart apart. Yeah. That they are like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's like how many people that, how many people did this a Hamas, uh, you know. You mean Hamas? Yeah, Farmers! How many people that he killed looked like maybe his third grade math teacher yeah. or his cousin. Right. Or, I mean, you know, and it's just, I. Uh, Those hostages in the field, you know, being. That's, that escorted, TV like, was off. Yeah,
1: that looks like. like la, 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 well, no, I'm not going to go into details. I swear to God. I,
3: I, I know, ni- but It like, looks like a, a disagreement at a family wedding or yes, something. Yes, like, exactly. I mean, everybody looks like everybody else.
1: I'm making a conscious decision not to get into the details of the atrocities because I just can't go there.
3: I I'm can't glad. bring myself I to was talk about those things that you guys were going to want to talk about that today. And no, I just, no, can't do it. I've been it. we all know, yeah.
1: we all know what it is. We all know what it is and it's being perpetrated it's by
3: Indiscriminate. By yeah. Right. And it's not army versus army. I mean, at least in Ukraine, there's actual armies that are supposed to be allegedly fighting each other, but it's yeah. like when armies attack civilians or militias attack civilians, it's, this is supposed to be against... a war crime. Yeah. It's a war crime. It it's is an absolutely a war it's crime. It's against yep. the rules. Yep, yep, yep.
1: All right, well, here's the last nine seconds of Tiny Trump talking about how Israel needs to strengthen up, and I think he actually says yeah. those words right here. Here we go. Maybe tried to take credit for it. That
4: was a good, That didn't make me feel too good. But- this fucking
1: madman.
3: It all comes back to his dick Yeah, well it's like Oh, B.B.
4: Netanyahu
1: Netanyahu tried to to take credit for something I did It didn't
4: make me feel so good
1: It didn't feel good at all Then he goes all the way there
4: That's all right. So they gotta strengthen themselves up
1: They gotta strengthen themselves up
3: Yeah, they're getting what they deserve For not falling on their knees before me Yeah,
1: I'm telling you, tiny Trump Right into the toilet, right into the toilet You can't let that happen to me Tough shit Little man. Okay, we got lots more to talk about here. Um, I just want to mention real quick that uh, the White House has pushed back against uh, Donald Trump. Senior White House senior, or I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, White House senior communications advisor Andrew Bates said, Statements like this, talking about complimenting uh, Hezbollah, for example. Mm -hmm. Statements like this are dangerous and unhinged. It's completely lost on us why any American would ever praise an Iran-backed terrorist organization as smart or have any objection to the United States warning terrorists not to attack Israel, especially now as Israel is fighting back against one of the worst acts of mass murder in the country's history. This is a time for all of us to stand shoulder to shoulder with Israel against unadulterated evil, that's what the president is doing as commander in chief, talking about Joe Biden. And then he added, "Why in God's name would any American do that, is Is uh, how Andrew Bates put it. Um, we want to
3: talk. Flush, let's have a ceremonial flushing of Tiny Trump today. Just you, you yeah. have the sound effects, right?
1: Uh, yes, I do. Maybe. <laughs> Let me see if I can.
2: Yeah.
1: After the break, uh, folks, a ceremonial sorry. burial
3: at sea for Tiny Trump. Let's go to the break. <laughs>
1: Okay, here we go. We're going to flush Tiny Trump down the toilet, right? Uh, You can't let that happen to me. Sorry, there you go. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye, you little shit. Bye, asshole. You
2: can't let that happen to me.
1: There he goes, right down the drain. And you know what? God, that toilet needs to be fixed. I think. Good I, riddance. I need to adjust the ballcock. Some oh. reason it just kept running. <laughs> I, you know, I'm gonna have to go in there and fish him out of there. I, I feel bad. I suddenly.
3: If he, sir, hey, you know, invisible hand of the free market. If he's as tough as he says he is, he'll be able to worm his way out of there in no time. He's probably <laughs> just stuck stuck down there in the stopcock, yes, or right. something. You know. <laughs> Oh, my God. The Yes. Okay. He's <laughs> hanging on by his little dentures.
1: <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break. We've got more show coming up right after these words.
0: You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business
1: Oh, this is uh, Marina Rocks, of course. A track called nice. Dumbin' Down over of her brand new EP. Love it so much. Her guitar playing is just incredible like modern-day Lindsay Buckingham. Well, I guess Lindsey Buckingham's still around, so he's kind of the modern-day Lindsay Buckingham. But
3: yeah. she, There's she's, certain flavors of songs in my head yeah. that I love, and <laughs> it's, this one's a stomper.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think of another
3: good stomper. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, my God, yes. The drum sound, the guitar sound, everything's so amazing. She's got an incredible voice. Link in the description, of course, to support Marina Rocks and this single, Dumb and Down, that belongs in your record collection right now. Do it now. Okay, Tiny Trump, during the commercial break, Tiny Trump clawed his way back out of the toilet, so he's-
3: Oh, he's get the
1: pleasure. Oh, him well. Hit him. Hit oh, really? him. I Do we have one of those tennis racket things, those electrified tennis rackets that you use for flies? Oh. Have you ever heard of those battery-powered <laughs> fly swatters? I wish. Uh, I wish we had one of those, because I'm going to have to flush him back down the toilet again after this. <laughs> Trump called for uh, more political violence. I should say, Tiny Trump called for more political violence. This was, a, this was in an interview that he took place, uh, yeah, on one of those uh, one of those sh- candles. I know it just it's. God, Don't you it, have
2: poutine, which you, you spray in the toilet before you flush it? Yes,
1: down? he did a whole thing like Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption just crawled through the pipes, <laughs> <laughs> he's covered in shit. That's
3: am uh, lighting the Abba prayer candle that we have. He's over not here. covered
2: in shit, Bob. He's covered in himself. That's
3: right.
1: Three football fields of... I think so. Here's tiny Trump talking about supporting political violence. God damn it.
2: But I happen to think that the
4: radical left is far worse and far more dangerous than the right. I think a lot of people on the right are so disgusted with what they're seeing with the woke and all of the other things. The mutilation.
1: The woke and the mutilation. They're just so disgusted with the woke and the mutilation.
3: That's what they're... The trans people. Trans people. That's what they're calling it now.
1: The woke and the mutilation.
3: Uh, can only, on trans people it's mutilation, but on, you know, yeah. women in Palm Beach, Florida, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, work. Yeah. Just getting my face fixed. You know.
1: <laughs> right.
4: It's uh, it's very, very sad. And I don't know why that they're not they're just not attacked. When you look at Portland, what they've
1: done Why I don't know why they're just not attacked, is what he said. <laughs> And then now we're going to look at Portland, he says. We're going to look at Portland and how the city is the entire city is destroyed.
4: When you look at Portland, what they've done, they've destroyed the city and they've killed a lot of people.
1: They destroyed the city and they've killed a lot of people, which none of that actually happened.
3: You know what, there it's, are... It, it, wait, is it, this something we just missed in the news and all the fire hose that, like, there's just a smoking <laughs> crater where Portland, Oregon... Nope, Maybe nope. he means Portland, Maine.
1: No, I just talked to Tara Dublin last week, and she was in Portland. She's fine. Everything's it's fine. there.
3: Yeah, still, like, bookstores and yeah, still- coffee shops, and it's not like, you know... Keeve yeah. or something.
1: Still populated with roll offs. That's still there. Little people, big world people. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: When you look at I what they
2: the
4: did interview. in <laughs> Seattle, where they took over a big percentage of the city, they took it over.
1: They took it over. They took he just it. Just took over. the whole thing over. But yeah, yeah it's done. talking about it. Why are no one why is no one shooting the liberals? What? because of the woke and the mutilations, is what he said. You know what? Back down the toilet with you, tiny Trump. Bye bye. There he goes. <laughs> down he goes. I really got to get a plumber here, because this is not... And some air
3: freshener, seriously. Yeah, why is it gurgling so much? I don't (laughs) know, I think there's just extra gas when you flush him. It's the ball cock. That's what it is. It's the ball (laughs) cock.
1: All right. um, You know what? I almost forgot to mention this. You know who I had on my show yesterday? Oh, my God. This is just a big deal. The News and Review. Yes. Doug and Emmy Joe were on my podcast yesterday. I'm not I'm making so that jealous. up. That I'm actually, so <laughs> it really, really happened. So and, jealous. and not only that, but Freddy the Frog was there, too. <gasps> they actually Did had Freddy him? the Frog. Sta- yeah, standing right behind. I put the picture up on, uh, on, on wow. Patreon and on Twitter. Yeah. And on Facebook. It's on my Facebook page, too. Oh, and on my Instagram as well. Please, if you're going to look at any place, go to Patreon or Instagram. Never mind what I said about Facebook.
3: But, yeah. is it me, or, like, Freddy the Frog's, like, one of his salient personality traits was to think, this will be fun, and plan something, and then when it comes time to do it, he gets all anxiety and freaked out. Is that? Yes. Because I feel like that's where I lived, inherited that trait from. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like,
1: basically the archetypes were, Charlie was the smart one, Freddy was mm-hmm. the childish, dumb one, and because mm-hmm. he's not so smart, that's how the lyric goes. And then Henrietta Hippo was sort of the neurotic, neurotic ins- insecure, yeah, Southern Belle. That was her, yes. her whole thing. She
2: had a parasol all the time, didn't she?
1: Yeah, and she had like a little, like a, like a handkerchief on in her yes. hand that she would wave yes. around. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it I was, loved that I show.
3: I have known ladies that. Oh man, it's been a while since I've seen a lady do that <laughs> with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, what is that piece called? It's it, that piece of fabric has a name. It's like it's a napkin. A is
1: it? A, is it called a napkin?
3: It's like
2: a, is it a kerchief and not a handkerchief? Yeah, maybe it's that. Um,
3: Hang on, I'm. 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 You know like, what I'm doing. I'm. It's like a boucle or something, but it's something like that. Or a, a, I know, a,
1: but David, I'm sensing the show is falling off the rails.
3: just like oh, going
1: sorry. down the Henrietta Hippo rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> hippo hole, as the case may be. Sorry, no. sorry, guys. <laughs> No, that's I'm I'm kidding. But the thing is, before I had mentioned that it's an audio only podcast, I guess the word <laughs> didn't get out because there they were on my Zoom screen, ready to roll with like Freddy! Yes, with Freddie there. I mean Aww. peeling back the curtain. They had a guy there dressed as Freddie the Frog. Just I hate to break anyone's illusion of the show, but
3: Bob? Freddy... not not real. They're not real anymore. Yeah.
2: What? What? I
1: Don't know. I'm sorry. No.
3: I know. And I, I got, can't accept that. I mean, that's no. that's just like your opinion, man. I know. Dude. I got.
1: In fact, I got scolded <laughs> by Doug yesterday because toward the end of the interview, I was like, OK, let's get down to brass tacks. Who's in the Freddy costume? And he's like, no, 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 Bob. That's really Freddie standing behind us. Yeah, and I felt bad. God. I was like, "Oh, you know." Did well, you I- just
3: like took a big old shit all over somebody's dream yesterday. <laughs> it was like that time. <sighs> like,
1: like, that time Donald Trump revealed to some kid that Santa Claus isn't real. That's a, I felt kind of like what?
3: that. Wait, <laughs> oh, what? I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. God damn it! You <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spoil anything. He said
3: I was taking the show off the rails. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know.
1: Okay, let's. Here we go. Donald Trump was lying. Donald Trump always lies. Okay,
4: because i so right <laughs> now.
3: <laughs> Boy, you really oh, sounded like no, a little it kid. it is so early.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> We've hit the Christmas weepies, and it's only October. <laughs> So anyway, so I felt really
1: bad that they were on video and that Freddy the Frog throughout the entire Because you're a monster. Because I am a monster. And, <laughs> right. And even though it was just the four of us, including Freddy, Freddy was still performing the whole time. Like every once in a while, I would stop and go. Yeah, oh, boy. Wow, for
2: like an hour.
1: Yeah, Freddie's looking dizzy back there. I think he's overheated, and Freddie would like start fanning himself.
3: <laughs> he was probably responding to the conversation with adorable gestures and things. And yeah. Like, oh my. Yes, like, exactly, that...
1: exactly. That's exactly what saying. And you had to happening. go
3: and break the fourth wall, Bob. They worked this out. They well, were no, so excited. Well,
1: no, that wasn't necessarily the problem. Was that? Uh, yeah, can, it's Joe, not. Do you hear what's
3: happening? What? Nothing's ever Bob's fault, is it?
1: No, of course <laughs> not. I'm always right.
3: <laughs> Let's get Kimberly. Uh, let's, let's just make the whole second half. Well, don't of the show ask her us, us, like, now. Finding don't
1: bring Boxer her kind of into is. it. Then I'd be screwed. But anyway, because I don't do a video podcast, I felt so bad that Freddie the Frog was back there performing. So, about halfway through the show, I was like, Oh, look, there's a record button on the Zoom panel that I never use. Let's see what that does. And so I was able to record, like, the last half of our talk. So there was video. I was able to get screen grabs that I used to promote the episode. So it was okay that Freddie was there, and I could actually use it. So all's well that ends well with uh, my amazing... (laughs) Talk, I and I say amazing only because. I mean
3: seriously, it's like you just went like. So what do you look like under drag? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's like you know that's not the question for right now, Bob. It was a it was a moment. It was it was they wanted you to be taken to a magical place where Freddie is real. I know. He's their,
1: I know. Like friend
3: but- who comes around on. Interview day. I learned so many
1: things, too. I learned also, and we have to get back to politics here, but
3: I, I learned <laughs>
1: I learned something new about the animal costumes, speaking of Freddy the Frog. So you want to listen to the interview for something very revealing about the origins of the animal suits on the show, because it actually kind of explains quite a bit when it comes to, like whenever I mention New Zoo Review, it, invariably, people in the comments always confuse it with a different series of shows that also were in the seventies. No, 70s. they always were like yeah. Sid and
3: Marty Croft. Oh, just Spoil, well. spoil, spoiler.
1: Okay, never mind. Yes, they, Sid and Marty Croft made the costumes for New Zoo Review. That was the breaking news on the show. <laughs> Thank you,
3: David. <laughs> well, you just like hung it out there. But I didn't want it.
1: Like, I was very clear that it was okay. Never mind. That's fine. That's fine. You just fine. ruined everything for everyone. That's th- Okay, guys, what? we're having
3: a married women and a married couple spat <laughs> no, we're not. on the air. No, it's fine. You we're said
1: Santa wasn't real. <laughs> hey, you know what we got to talk about? It's
3: family day here on the uh, Bob Seska Show. We are melting down as a dysfunctional family that we are. I'm like, fine, Bob, fine. I'm just going to go smoke a bunch of cigarettes in the car, and then I'm going to go gamble some of your money away. Right. Um, so speaking of
1: humans in animal suits, we got to talk about Cenk Uger. Where's the plane? Cenk Uger is running for president as a Democrat. He's about to announce- what? Yes. What? And the amazing irony of this is, first of all, he's not actually running for president. He's running as a stunt for clout. Because that's what Joe. He is does.
3: running to get a deal like Joe Rogan did with Spotify. That's nah, what he probably, probably. He wants to blow up. He wants to ride his election to blow up his profile enough as a contrarian yeah. that he can be making the Rogan money. That's Maybe right. we
2: should all do the same.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But what I want to What would know- your extreme position be? Mine? Yeah.
2: Oh. Puppies for everybody.
3: <laughs> no. See, everybody loves that. You have to do yeah. something that's completely like Glenn, Glenn Greenwald- Kill
2: you- all the puppies.
3: Like Glenn Greenwald saying that Russia, RussiaGate is a hoax. That's yeah. I mean that's there's the money right there. Well, here it is. Every yeah.
1: every flight, every airline flight will be on time from now on. Where's the plane? <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you, Jank.
3: Yeah, you Hamas guys can probably help you with that, Jank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the great irony. We're going to get back to where's the plane here, in case you're new to the show. But the great irony in all of this is that Jank is a naturalized citizen. Thus, he is ineligible to right. run for president or to be president under article 2 section 1 of the constitution so this exactly. is, sorry jank
0: where is the plane
1: okay um, <laughs> in case you don't know this is this is what jank does this is jank
3: you're just doing it for clout,
1: right? That's what well, thats new
3: ideas. You are without. You <laughs> lost your relevance. You want more audience, so you're just doing it for clout. Thank you. <laughs> Where's the plane? So he was at an airport not too long ago.
1: That was very well done, by the way.
3: He was at uh, an was airport. Totally spontaneous. Uh, a
1: few years ago, yeah, and his plane was late, so he turned that into an event. Where he made a gigantic asshole of himself.
2: Well, I'm sorry, but gate agents have literally no control. Yes, right, and
1: exactly. this no,
3: gate agent cannot summon a plane from the sky like the priestess, <laughs> like the Mothra girls from uh, Godzilla versus Mothra. The two little Japanese sisters that would like, sing Mothra dead from the sky, and like yeah, you the know, where's they,
2: like, the plane? Or the Screaming witches in the- Ahsoka. I mean it's the same thing. It's like dude
1: Screaming at the end. I mean we've all had a Jesus.
3: meltdown yeah. at an airport.
1: And David, here is Jenk at the airport freaking his shit. Is there a plane? Is there a plane? Where's the plane? Where's the plane? Is there a plane? Where is it?
3: Where's the plane? Where's the
1: plane? Where's the plane? You get the idea. I'm not going to play anymore. Welcome to Fantasy Eye. It... No shit. No
3: shit. I'm <laughs>
1: sorry. I mean, no gate agent is paid enough to deal, to deal with, with that. that shit. This guy, I mean... He loves the stunts. He loves the stunts to draw attention to himself. Look at me, look at me, look at me.
3: But this is not the setting. Because, I no, mean, this no. is not Why like not. A, a, you know, a, a historic <laughs> injustice against a traditionally marginalized people. Right. Well, yeah, this was, then, a, you know, like, but that's the crack up of it. This, this is where his reveling. I mean, you talk about like a Tempest and a tea, you know, yeah, like yeah. on the tea concourse. Like well,
2: just- <laughs> and the thing is, is I, I used to work for somebody that was a, flight attendant uh-huh. um, before I started working for her. And <clears throat> it's like, you know, first off, flight attendants are not waiters and waitresses. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No, right. they're
3: extremely uh, well-trained safety absol- personnel. Like,
2: thank you. Who can
3: fucking, like, t- get you out of your seat and tie you into a life vest underwater, upside down, in the dark. Yeah, and like, they get yeah. trained
2: for that constantly. And they're constantly put under stress with their training because they're trained to... Do all sorts of things, and then we treat them like crap, and then yep. the gate agents, God bless them, um, have to deal with people like Jenk. I mean, when, when Lonnie and I went to Hawaii last year, our plane had to turn around an hour and a half into the flight.
1: Oh,
4: God.
2: Because the, uh, the, in the back of the plane, it was too hot, and in the front of the plane, it was too cold. And so people in the back were getting sick. Was that McDLT Airlines?
3: Oh, but that seems to me like to be the perfect arrangement because someone on every row is always miserable. We just need to have a raffle. Oh, well, that's what was happening.
2: I mean, the flight attendants were coming. uh, They were going up into first class to just cool off. And so we weren't quite far enough to fly all the way to Hawaii. So we had to turn around. Mm -hmm. And so we came back. And so we landed. And then. OK, so our flight was supposed to leave at three and then it was pushed to four. And then we were told to get to the gate at like three forty five or whatever. And there was no gate agent
1: mm-hmm.
2: for like 20 minutes. We were all so, so very calm. So there's the plane
1: they're just screaming it, now. a little
2: bit. And it, well, it was a new plane and a whole new flight crew. Right. Mm-hmm. So so I actually walked over to another gate very calmly. And I said, hi. Yeah. I'm on a flight that was had to turn around and come back. Is we don't have any gate agents, mm-hmm. and so I'm just curious if you can help. And that's all I said. It's that's how you do that. You go, right. can you help us get some gate agents here? And finally, when the gate agents finally showed up, they got a round of applause.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah. everybody there as stressed out as we were, but we were all going to Hawaii, so I guess we were all kind of calm.
3: Everybody there has a function. Jody, did you wheel out the big
1: guns? Did you say, don't you know who my mom is? No, you would really know.
3: never, ever do that, I bet. No, never, ever. No, no, no. Oh, God, no. And, and, and
2: no, don't you know who I think I am?
3: <laughs> right.
1: All <laughs> right. Where's the plane? All right, we got to do <laughs> this. We got to talk about uh, Jack Smith and what he knows about Donald Trump's motivations. This is one of the big revelations from uh, Jack Smith's office this past week and the latest filing. So while arguing against the motion by Trump's lawyers to delay the May 20th trial, Special counsel Jack Smith's lawyers assured they're ready to go and that such a delay isn't necessary, unsurprisingly, according to the Post here. But they also said that they're ready to prove something significant that, to this point, has remained shrouded and the subject of such speculation. Why Trump allegedly took and kept the documents? So, this is something we've been talking about since the story first right. broke. Like, why would he well, have those the documents? Yes, exactly. What was his intention here? Because If anyone is still believing that this is because he's a tchotchkes guy, because he decided, oh, look, I'm going to save this for my collection because I love tchotchkes, I love things, I love to hoard things, I love trucks, trucks of all sizes. No, that's not why he took these documents. He didn't just accidentally leave them in a box with his ties and his socks. That's not not what he did.
3: I don't think he actually was able to curate them. I think he needed Cash Patel because I don't think his grad I think he had to have things like this is why you need to keep this right right and this is why this is why I think this plan stretched over years Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and that's why he had so many of them because you know something would come through and Somebody more savvy than him, that you know, would be like, if you hang on to this after you're out of here, the Saudis would love this information about Israel's nuclear program or Iran or yep. whatever, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, the uh, story continues here by saying it. Then added this filing. Then added that quote. What is in dispute is how that occurred, why it occurred, what Trump knew, and what Trump intended in retaining them. What Trump intended in retaining the documents, all issues that the government will prove at trial, primarily with unclassified evidence. I want to know what it is. I want to know why. And I want to know how they have proof of why. That would be fascinating. And it's got to be in the form of testimony and not just one person, but a series of people testifying. Oh, yeah, here's exactly why Donald Trump took those documents. Here's why he wanted them. And I think at a certain stage in the process, we're gonna find out what he has done, the full extent of how he has leaked those documents. In addition to what he told that Australian diplomat at Mar-a-Lago, because he was just bragging about it, which is a possibility I've entertained since the documents case started. It's like That's when what you're I mean,
3: like, Isn't that cool? Yeah. Remember that document, you know, when he's <laughs> just like Look at- got it right here in my hand.
1: Yeah. Isn't that cool? Right Isn't that amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm really uh, fascinated to find out what this is going to be. Uh, so stay tuned. It's uh, just around the, May is just around the corner, believe it or not. Um, okay, so we're going to take one last break. I can't believe we haven't taken another break yet, but we're going to take one last break, and we come back. We're going to talk about Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise, what's happening with the uh, Speaker of the House situation, and uh, a couple more things here before we wrap up our big Thursday show. Right after these words.
3: Windows yeah. down, driving. Yeah. You know. High school, baby,
1: man. This yeah. is so high school. The great Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith covering um, Journey right here. Of course, this is Stone and Love. Wow, oh, it is, isn't it? <sighs> God, I love
3: it. cheeky buggers. Yeah,
1: yeah. You. By the way, you can only get this album on compact disc. That's what I love about right them. Afraid Yeah, yeah physical media. I love that they're still clinging to that. Uh, my friend
2: Mark does that, too. I should ha- I should hook him up with you. You'd like his stuff. Oh, yeah, and by the way,
1: I just got, uh, in the mail, I got the brand new Afton Wolf album called The Harvest. Strongly recommend this. He actually sent me a compact disc. See, that's it. I'm banging against my microphone here. That's the sound of The uh, new Afton Wolf That is the sound
2: of music hitting a microphone. (laughs) Yes,
1: that's exactly right. So thank you for for, uh, sending me that, Afton. Really, really appreciate that. I'm going to play some cuts off of that probably next week. So uh, getting back into things here on the Thursday show, Jim Jordan is now sabotaging Steve Scalise, who... Oh, yeah. Won the closed Which door nomination <laughs> for speaker.
3: Uh, pretty much guarantees that he'll be speaker because everything <laughs> Jim Jordan does is a fucking like cardboard cutout. Like yeah, yeah, you know, it's like when you order something on eBay and they just send you a picture of it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. He he's that guy. He's the Gary Oldman character in The Contender, covered in a visible layer of slime with his ET mm. rotting in the creek skin.
3: Right. Another Ted. Ted. Uh, what is it? why can't I think of his name? Ted Cruz.
1: Yeah, uh, right. Exactly. He's yeah, just like a blobfish
3: like Ted Cruz, a yeah. slime covered blobfish like Ted Cruz. Thank you. I, <laughs> exactly. my brain, I yeah, know. I
1: know. I, I know we're all feeling it this week. But, uh, so in this closed door nominating session of the house, uh, Republican caucus, they nominated Steve Scalise. However, he only got 113 votes. <laughs> and so taken to the floor, that's not quite enough, of course, to become speaker. So, I thought that they
2: were supposed to secure the votes in the secret stuff, and then you go to the floor and you get the votes.
1: Exactly right. But they, the Republican caucus nominated Steve Scalise to be their guy to put up for
3: speaker. Because nobody wants more Jim Jordan clown shows. Exactly. Even the yeah. crazy ones i have seen how embarrassing it's been so far.
1: So I love this. As Stephanie Miller says, fight, fight, big bag of rats. Uh, Jim Jordan allies. <laughs> Jim Jordan allies are trying to sabotage Steve Scalise by circulating FEC reports to members showing that he spent over half a million dollars at D.C. Capitol Grill since 2011. D.C. Capitol Grill is a restaurant and a bar. And so this is the extent of Jim Jordan's compromat on Steve <laughs> Scalise.
3: Spent so much money. It's uh, restaurant tab.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Over the course of how many years?
1: Uh, since 2011. That's a long time. It's a fucking decade. A lot of expensive meals. That's a, a
3: high-end place. I yeah, mean, it the is. The cabinet. It's yeah. It's like
1: the place uh, for uh, members of Congress and staffers. Basically, I mean, like, yeah. yeah.
3: It's yeah. like saying he got his hair cut in the Senate barbershop. I mean, yeah. yeah that's but what people do here.
1: It's possible he spent campaign funds, though. At DC Capitol Room. Oh, so that maybe that's the FEC aspect of all of this. So yes, Well, fight, did he fight. cover
3: up the rapes of any college wrestlers in the process, Jim Jordan? Nah, I don't think uh, Was that he's, on his resume as well as yours. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, he may have to end up being Speaker of the House just because of the whole Denny Hastert tradition. Oh, yes, that's know, right. Of course, of like looking like an animate intestinal polyp. So yeah, so uh,
1: me and Buzz are sort of uh, uh, butting heads on who's going to be the next speaker of the house. I think it's going to be Steve Scalise, and Buzz still thinks it's going to be Jim Jordan.
3: So uh, I am.
2: I think uh, it's going to be Hakeem. Hakeem Jeffries. Yes, yeah. yeah.
3: I just I don't know why, but I just this is I have this irrational spark of hope that like enough, <laughs> like you know there'll be like five Republican Congress people coming down a, like in a bus from a ski resort in Colorado on a narrow, yeah. slippery road and then <laughs> yeah. be in the majority.
1: Yeah. Well, Stephanie Miller nearly made me spit my coffee out the other morning when she compared Kevin McCarthy to, and I'm sure you remember this, Jody. she compared Kevin McCarthy to a, an ice cream cone that had been dropped on the floor and now has yeah. like hair and, hair. A, and an old yeah. penny stuck to it. <laughs> and I, was just, yeah. I was like, they're going to get to a point where they're going to go back to that disgusting uh, ice cream cone on the floor. And they're going to mm-hmm. pick the penny out and pick the hairs off of it and say, OK, let's go with Kevin McCarthy again, because we can't we can't do this without pantsing ourselves relentlessly. So maybe that's I saw a column the somewhere. Yeah.
3: and I need to go find it. And it just said Matt Gates has not thought this through. Mm-hmm. Uh, no shit. Um, yeah. You...
2: <laughs> well, it's because
3: nothing being... is
1: thought through. The whole idea is disruption. The whole yeah. idea is to just make government look entirely incompetent. So job well, well done, Matt.
2: Well, I mean, I've always questioned anybody that wants to elect somebody that says government needs to go away, yeah, that yeah. wants to work in the government government. It's like hiring an electrician that doesn't believe in electricity. (laughs) (laughs) They're
3: basically announcing that they're going to make as much money for themselves as they possibly can while they're in office and destroy the office and its credibility as much as they can and get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then become a lobbyist (laughs) in the same corrupt system.
1: Well, a couple last things here before we wrap up. First of all, we're going to move along to your home state, David, Georgia, uh, where Georgia Republicans are still trying to save. Trump from Fonnie Willis by taking extraordinary measures. In this case, Georgia Senate Republicans have filed a formal complaint to punish Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis after she sought charges against Donald Trump under a new law aimed at sanctioning rogue prosecutors.
3: It will never fly. No, I don't think it will either.
1: I think Brian because Kemp is Brian, still.
3: Yeah. Brian's not in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Brian's like, you know, he's like, I may not like her.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: Um, but she's a fine uh, legislator, and I believe that you know uh, he, she could. I'm she. She's pretty smart. What
1: What does Elon <laughs> Musk think of Funny Willis, Elon?
3: Oh well, I was, well. Well, i <laughs> I mean, it, the sort of. I mean, if you look at in a in, in case like I mean, a situation with. I mean. I mean. Would it be racist for me to call her a? a
1: Beep. <laughs> and, and while we're here, what what does Dr. Fauci think of Fonny Willis? Dr.
2: Dr. Fauci, you there? Oh, I don't, I, Bob. I just I think that you know she's Fonny's great, and you know she took the vaccine like I said, and um I think she's fantastic. And she wants to see
3: a da, see. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'd god I really do I, yeah, I mean that. Fani is in full I mean she is in full North Korean military march right now I mean yeah. it is like she's like bring it <laughs> right. I will hang right. the heads of your confederates on steel spikes outside of my castle <laughs> like I am prepared to fight this anywhere you want Yep. Right here in October, or next year in February, but we will be fighting this, and I will be bringing all of you in. I'm not afraid of you. We'll find a way. We'll fit you in boxes if we have to. <laughs> like we will shrink you down to tiny Trump size if we have to. Try you all at once and just have you in a box of raisinets. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you she's just not playing. Yeah. She's like, this is a fucking tank. It is moving forward. If you have problems, you may file them with the judge, and we will address them if we have time.
1: Oh, my God. And that's
3: what I love about her. Yeah, this is like, yeah. yeah. The, she's um, got no
1: fucks left. That's amazing. Yeah. Well,
3: I think that she and uh, um, Jack Smith get on the phone, and Jack's like, mine's going to be like a surgical, like a, a, a laser scalpel.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, we're going to get him on very specific moments mm-hmm. in this, you know, splatter yeah. of criminal behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'm going to get that splatter. (laughs) She's like, we're going to clean that right on up. Uh, And she's got everybody coming in. You know, so yeah. uh, I've, and more people all the time, and more people are like turning states witness. Cause I don't think she's gonna end up with 19 defendants. I think she's gonna end up with five or six defendants. And I agree. 13 yeah. or 14 cooperating witnesses. Yeah. All right. Cause the thing is like moving like the eye of Mordor. I mean, it's inexorable. It is the Death Star. It is like Fonnie Willis has built a case.
1: Yeah. And guess who she's got to provide evidence in the uh, uh, Ken Cheesebro trial? Alex Jones is going to provide evidence oh, to geez, the jury.
3: We'll no time of for him.
1: She's bro's involvement in the conspiracy, including without limitation, as it relates to his participation in the March on the Capitol on January 6, 2021. This is a big fucking deal. In fact, this is what and I've been I
3: don't see that judge being the kind of person who trucks much with InfoWars either, because I look at Scott, what's his name? The judge in that case because I look at him, I just see Scott, the Sunday school teacher. Yeah. like his family is at church every fucking Sunday mm. in different outfits than last week, possibly seasonably appropriate. Like, he seems like that he's that kind of Republican. He has yeah. one gun, a double barrel shotgun that he inherited from his grandfather, it's kept in a gun locker, you know. Like, but he is like that that wing of the like church going, country club in, law school in, Republican Party is not very well for your. Crazy Texas yeah. infomercial scammer screamers. Well, so you know, it's gonna be an interesting showdown,
1: right? And you know, one of the things that's gonna be introduced in this trial of Ken Cheesebro is Alex Jones saying this. Remember, I've been playing this since 2021. This is uh, Alex Jones right after the insurrection took place. Then the White House told me three days before, We're gonna have you lead the march, the Secret Service. <laughs> Before Trump finishes, 30 minutes before or so, will lead you to a point, take you out of the front row, and lead you to the place where they want you to start the march, and Trump will tell people, go and I'm going to meet you at the Capitol. See, there it is. There it is. This is Alex Jones saying to his listeners that he coordinated with the White House to lead the throng of militias and suckers and weirdos down to the Capitol building so they could invade and occupy Congress.
3: In a short pair of white cowboy boots, in a baton. You're
1: getting <laughs> um, good at that. That was actually outstanding. Very well you done. You
3: have to play me the remix as our ending music then. <laughs> because I love it so much. The the, the frogs gay. Turn the freaking frogs! I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs
1: gay. Do you understand
3: that? Turn the freaking frogs gay! Frost the frogs It's not fun. I feel like I should be doing like uh, step aerobics. Like, great, fine.
1: Blame your headache. Blame your headache. Blame your headache on David. He requested (laughs) this. For your life.
3: How does it feel?
1: Yes, that's it. Treat me
3: like you You do do. when you lay your hands upon me. totally you <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, are yeah totally here's
1: something
3: to okay. watch our Patreon page for that's coming up we have discovered that uh, that song by Bjork that's oh god what is it called so, uh, Hyper Ballad, yeah. where she's on the mountain throwing stuff down you know we live on a mountain right at the top it's the same song Mm-hmm. as landslide by fleetwood mac oh my Same god Same chords and you go right at the top and i saw my reflection in, a in the snow, snow,
4: snow, snow we're
3: day. gonna do that little tiktok of this to show you guys uh, either see now that's you're
1: gonna you're gonna bring a, a lot of trouble on yourself you better re- be ready to testify at the lawsuit trial
3: well wow. yeah because
1: that's gonna that's gonna happen yeah
3: it, no, it's, it's fair use. It's like, look, these two songs can be smashed together to make something delightful and new. True. That's fair use.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Well, no. What I'm saying is that Fleetwood Mac is gonna sue Bjork. That's that's what I'm saying. And then you're gonna oh. be called to testify because you're you're breaking
3: that news. And that's. Well, I mean, hey, that's been known to happen. My profile. Yeah. I, I mean, would lo- I would love to hang out with either of those tamps. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: As long as Bjork is in that swan dress. That's right. Thing.
3: Poor Bjork. I love that. Leave Leave York alone. It. Leave Leave her alone. Oh, leave she doesn't this- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you
2: know You're what she does. Out there performing for you.
3: And she gets sick of everybody. She just like drives off over the fucking glaciers in a <laughs> giant like snow cat thing that she has. Yeah, with yeah. like her kid and a tent and some spears for like hunting seals and just disappears for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, she's a badass.
1: Well, okay, Uh, we've got the Shadow Docket coming up next on our Patreon page. If you want to keep listening to the show, you have to stop what you're doing. You have to go to patreon.com slash show on your favorite web browser. And then you find the category. What's that? It's it's a a web browser. It's on a screen. It's on your computer screen. And it allows you to browse the web is what it does. And so you go there. Once you're at patreon.com slash show, click on the box that says Shadow Docket. And it's $5 a month. And if you click that button and sign up for $5 a month, you get the Shadow Docket shows twice a week. There's two of them, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. And then uh, you also get to participate in the comments. You get to uh, post blog entries in the members area. You get access to the Patreon app and all kinds of fun stuff, right? And if you want to, you can go for more. $10 a month will get you the after party too, plus the Shadow Docket shows just saying go there right now support the show why don't you we're gonna keep talking on the shadow docket program i just called it a program again we'll see you over there have a great weekend
2: bye-bye bye
0: where's the plane